Hey there, shadowy sleuths. Welcome to Sinister Silhouettes, the podcast where we dive headfirst into the darkest corners of the human psyche. I'm Tasha Pierce, your guide through the twisted tapestry of true crime, unsolved mysteries, and paranormal phenomena. Together, we'll unravel these sinister silhouettes, shining a light on the darkness that can reside within the human soul. Well, 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 look who's back from the shadows. I bet you thought I vanished into thin air, didn't you? Now, before we dive back into the twisted tales and eerie mysteries that keep us all on the edge of our seats, I owe you an explanation. Life has a way of throwing unexpected plot twists our way, and that's exactly what happened to me. It's been three long years since our last encounter, and during that time, I've been on a journey of my own, uh, a quest to uncover my own hidden truths, navigate some personal challenges, and of course, gather even more spine-tingling tales to share with you. So let's consider my hiatus a suspenseful cliffhanger, just waiting for the perfect moment to resolve. And trust me, my friends, that moment is now. So I do hope you'll subscribe to Sinister Silhouettes wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review on your platform of choice. Now, for my return, I have handpicked a story that holds a special place in my heart, a chilling Indiana unsolved case that tugs at my heartstrings for a couple of reasons. Uh, You see, Indiana, of course, is my home state. I'm from Gary, Indiana. And there's something about these cases that hit close to the heart to me. Uh, The mere thought of unsolved mysteries unfolded in the very places I used to stomp around that I call my backyard, it stirs up a mix of emotions. It's like peering into the shadows that lurk just beyond our familiar landscapes. But there's more to this tale. The young man we're about to delve into is also connected to an acquaintance of mine. It's a small world, ain't it? Knowing someone who has a personal connection to the victim just adds another layer of significance to the story. And I can't help but empathize with the family who've been yearning for justice for their beloved. It's high time we shed some light on this case. We'll spark some conversations, perhaps unearth some long-awaited answers. As is the case with many murders of young black men, there isn't an awful lot of detail available to the public. That won't stop me from sharing the story and standing alongside a family that deserves justice. So today we'll be talking about the murder of Demarius Kelly, a 20-year-old man who went missing in Michigan City, Indiana in 2014 and was later found dead in a vacant house two months later. His case remains unsolved to this day and we'll try to shed some light on what happened to him and what could have been behind his death. Well, let me tell you about Demarius Kelly, better known as Heavy D. This amazing young man was born on November 1st, 1994 in Michigan City, Indiana to his loving parents, Al Kelly and Chelsea Smith. Now, Heavy D attended Mullen Elementary School, Elston Junior High, and finally Michigan City High School. But let me tell you, his dreams reached far beyond the classroom. He had a passion for cars. He had this incredible vision of opening his very own shop to customize them. Now, can you imagine the masterpieces he could have created? But what truly set Heavy D apart was his spirit. He had an old soul. Raised by his grandma, he learned the value of kindness from an early age. Now, Heavy D was the type of person who always offered words of encouragement, spreading love and positivity wherever he went. And family was everything to him. 
He cherished those moments of celebration and togetherness, reveling in the joy of being surrounded by loved ones. So picture a gentle giant with a perpetual warm smile on his face. A heavy D had a heart full of love and friendliness that touched everyone he met. Didn't matter who you were, he was always ready to lend a helping hand. Also, this young man was a hard worker, dedicated to making a difference in the world. He had a playful side too. Heavy D loved video games and boy, did he have an appetite. <laughs> Food was one of his great joys in life and no matter what, he's remembered as someone who touched many lives. He was the youngest of his 10 siblings and was robbed of the opportunity to meet his future nieces and nephews, to get married, to open that car shop or to start a family of his own. Demarius Kelly was last seen on November 26, 2014, the day before Thanksgiving. Remember, we talked about how much Demarius loved to eat, so it's doubtful that he would have missed Thanksgiving. Plus, he enjoyed the company of his family, so he would have not missed an opportunity to get together with a large group of family, as is Thanksgiving Day. He reportedly had been staying at different locations up until his disappearance. If you uh, listen to one source, other sources say that he was staying with his girlfriend. Different accounts also state that either his mother or his sister wired him $200. However, he never picked up the money and he failed to show up for Thanksgiving dinner, which was very unlike him. Uh, he was reported missing the very next day. The police launched an investigation into his whereabouts, but they didn't find any clues or leads that could point to his location or fate. His family and friends also searched for him and posted flyers all around the city, hoping someone would recognize him or have some information about him. They also started a very diligent social media push. Let's just put it like this. This family uh, was very involved in the investigation from the start. On January 7th, 2015, Almost two months after he went missing, Demarius Kelly's body was discovered inside a house in the 400 block of Holiday Street off of Michigan Boulevard on the city's north side. The house was vacant and had been boarded up for years. So a neighbor noticed a foul odor coming from the house, called the police, who broke down the door and found Kelly's decomposed remains. The LaPorte County Coroner's Office conducted an autopsy and determined that Kelly's cause of death was absolutely homicide, but they didn't disclose the exact manner or method of how he was killed. The police said they were treating his death as a murder investigation and asked anyone with information to come forward. Now, the police, of course, are going to say they've been giving this case their best efforts and despite their efforts and the efforts on behalf of the family, there are no official suspects nor any arrests in connection with Demarius Kelly's murder. His case remains unsolved and open, leaving many questions unanswered and many theories unconfirmed. Who killed Demarius Kelly and why? How did his body end up in a vacant house? Was he targeted by someone he knew or by a stranger? There are some possible scenarios that have been speculated by the media, the public, and even Kelly's own family and friends, some more plausible than others, but none of them have been proven or disproven by any concrete evidence or testimony. As far as I can tell, Demarius Kelly left a party the Wednesday before Thanksgiving after getting into an altercation with a few people at the 
party. And by altercation, I think it was a verbal altercation. As he walked home, he vanished. Between leaving that party and reporting to pick up the, the cash that had been sent to him by his family, Demarius Kelly had not been heard from again until his body was found in January. In a piece from Victims News Online, dated April 27, 2023, written by Erica Morse, one such theory was discussed. Now, please keep in mind that all parties named are innocent of any crime unless proven guilty. Uh, but this report states that Demarius Kelly was reportedly living at his girlfriend's home with the young woman and her mother who told VNO, that's what we'll be calling Victims News Online moving forward, who told VNO in 2014 they hadn't seen him since early Wednesday morning, the day before he disappeared. Demarius' then-girlfriend, 20-year-old Tamala Tammy Ross, told VNO in a November 30th, 2014 interview that she thought he was traveling to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. She stated that he wanted to join the Job Corps in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So she thought that he might be trying to catch a bus or get someone we, that they don't know to help him get there. Now, he did ask for $200 and he did receive $200. Of course, Demarius' family disputes the claim that he was planning to join a job corps in Wisconsin. But even if he was, he never made it out of Michigan City. VNO was on the phone with police as they responded to the call reporting a body found in an abandoned home. An officer on scene told the team at VNO the body did belong to Demarius and indications also pointed to foul play. It was determined that his cell phone was not in his possession. So the following day, on January 7th, 2015, VNO conducted a follow-up phone interview with Dee's then-girlfriend, Tamala Ross. During that interview, they asked Tammy if she could describe the brand and color of Demarius' missing phone. According to the article, something almost tantamount to at least withholding evidence occurred next. Ross, who was on speakerphone, asked a man in the background what brand of phone Demarius owned, and he allegedly responded, hang on, I have the phone right here. Yep, it's an LG. Now, Ross, immediately told the man in the background, believed to be her brother, to shut up because she was on the phone with a reporter and the cell phone was supposed to be missing. So the brother said the quiet part out loud. And this is allegedly, I don't want y'all coming from me. Allegedly, the brother <laughs> said the quiet part out loud. I have this phone. Anyway, that conversation was immediately reported to the Michigan City Police Department. But the VNO team never received a call to follow up. And based on that interview, VNO believes Ross and her brother have more information about what happened to Demarius than they are willing to share. In conclusion, as like I said, there's not an awful lot out here about this story, but I'm here to raise awareness. Demarius Kelly's murder is another baffling and tragic case in Michigan City's history. It's left a void in the lives of his family and friends who are still grieving and seeking justice for him. It is also left a mystery that has not been solved or explained by anyone, especially the police. 
And we hope that this podcast episode has shed some light on Demarius Kelly's story and has raised some awareness about his case. We also hope that someone out there who knows something will help crack this case and bring closure to his loved ones. If you have any information or tips about Demarius Kelly's murder, please contact the Michigan City, Indiana Police Department or Crime Stoppers at 800-342-STOP. Thank you for listening to Sinister Silhouettes. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, review, share, do all the podcast stuff. (laughs) We'll be back next week with another episode of Sinister Silhouettes where we'll dive into another strange tale. Until then, shadowy sleuths, stay safe out there. Peace. Welcome to another round of Boardroom or Miro Board. Today we talk retrospectives with Agile Coach Maria. Let's go. First question. You've spent two hours in a team retro, but the only input you've heard is Dave's. Boardroom or Miro Board? Boardroom. In Miro, Dave can't hog the space because everyone can add thoughts anonymously, online at the same time. Correct. Next. You need the team to act on feedback fast, so you turn all those retro notes into Jira tasks instantly. Miro all the way. And I can assign those tasks to teammates. You're nailing this. Now, you see hundreds of sticky notes from the retro. A real mess. But you organize them into five themes in just seconds. Miro, I basically get back an entire hour when I use its AI tools for clustering. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people running actually enjoyable and actionable retros in Miro. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com.